Hello, today is day 31 of the Daily New Testament second quarter, and we are going over Luke 20. Um, I will go ahead and start reading that, sorry. One day as Jesus... uh, Wow, okay. Let's start that over. (laughs) This is Luke 20. One day, as he was teaching the people in the temple courts and preaching the gospel, the chief priests and teachers of the law together with the elders came up to him. Tell us by what authority you are doing these things, they said. Who gave you this authority? He replied, I will also ask you a question. Tell me John's baptism. Was it from heaven or from men? They discussed it among themselves and said, If we say from heaven, he will ask, Why didn't you believe him? And if we say from men, also the people will stone us, because they are persuaded that John was a prophet. So they answered, We don't know uh, where it was from. And Jesus said, Neither will I tell you by what authority I am doing things. He went on to tell the people the parable, uh, A man planted a vineyard, rented it to some farmers, and went away for a long time. At harvest, he sent a servant to the tenants so they would give him some fruit of the vineyard. But the tenants beat him and sent him away empty-handed. He sent another servant, but they also beat and treated him shamefully and sent him away empty-handed. He still sent a third, and they wounded him and threw him out. Then the owner of the vineyard said, What shall I do? I will send my son, whom I love. Perhaps they will respect him. But when the tenants saw him, they talked the matter over and said, this is the heir. Let's kill him and the inheritance will be ours. So they threw him out of the vineyard and killed him. What then will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and kill those tenants and give the vineyard to others. When the people heard this, they said, may this never be. And Jesus looked at directly at them and said, this is, uh, then what is the meaning of that which is written, the stone the builders rejected has become the capstone? Everyone who falls on the stone will be broken into pieces, but he on whom it falls will be crushed. The teacher of the law and the chief priests looked for a way to arrest him immediately because they knew he had spoken the parable against them, but they were afraid of the people. Keeping a close watch on him, they sent spies who were pretending To be honest, they hoped to catch Jesus in something he said so they might be able to hand him over in power and authority of the governor. So the spies questioned him, Teacher, we know that you speak and teach what is right and that you do not show partiality but teach the way of God in accordance with the truth. Is it right for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? He saw their duplicity and said to them, Show me a denarius, whose portrait and inscription are on it. Caesar, they replied. He said to them, Then give to Caesar what is Caesar, and to God what is God. They were unable to trap him in what he had said there in public, and were astonished by his answer. They became silent. Some of the Sadducees say there is no resurrection, came to Jesus with a question. Teacher, they said Moses wrote for us that if a man's brother dies and leaves a wife but no children, then the man must marry his widow and have children of his brother. Now there were seven brothers, one married 
a woman and died childless, the second and then married, in the same way all the way to the seventh, dying without no children. Finally, the woman died too. Now then, at the resurrection, whose wife will she be since the seven were married to her? Jesus replied, The people of this age marry and are given to marriage, but those who are considered worthy of taking part in the age and resurrection from the dead will neither marry nor be given in marriage, and they will no longer die, for they are like angels. They are God's children, since they are children of the resurrection. But in the account of the bush, even Moses showed the dead rise, for he calls the Lord, the Abraham, the God of Abraham, and the God of Isaac, and the God of Jacob. He is not the God of the dead, but of the living, for to him all are alive. Some of the teachers of the law responded, Well said, teacher, and no one dared to ask him any more questions. Then Jesus said to them, How is it that how is it that they say that Christ is the son of David? David himself declares in the book of Psalms, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. David calls him Lord. How then can he be his son? While all the people were listening, Jesus said to his disciples, Beware the teachers of the law. They like to walk around in flowing robes and love to be greeted in the marketplace and have their most important seats in the synagogues and places of honor at banquets. They devour widows' houses and for a show make lengthy prayers. Such men will be punished most severely. So the um, author of, of this devotional talked about how the Pharisees' true nature is being seen here, that they show more interest in other people's opinions than knowing the truth and about them being served than them serving others. And that um, instead of trying to listen to the stories and be humble and understand what Jesus is trying to teach them and repent and come to him like Zacchaeus does, they are trying to trap him and reject him and come up with a way to um, to kill him. Because they were so, so blinded by their beliefs, they couldn't see what was wrong. Their pride blinded them. And um, I know I'm definitely uh, capable of that, where there's things that I see other people doing and God's working in them, but I can't see it at the moment because I'm just so angry about something dealing with the situation where I, I don't, I didn't see God moving in it. And um, <laughs> he usually will eventually uh, catch up to me and, or maybe that's the wrong word to put, but he'll he'll show me that I was, you know, where there's strife, there's pride. 
he'll show me my pride in that strife and he'll show me where he is working in those people and he is moving and I can either join in with him moving and be part of it uh, and rejoice with him moving with those people and, you know, join him in, in prayer and praying for those people and uh, showing my love and acceptance, or I can, um, you know, be kind of like the Pharisees and stand in the way of him trying to move. Um, but, you know, it, it says that they would be crushed uh, by the, the, the builders, um, by the builder's stone. You know, I, or the capstone. I, I don't want to be crushed. <laughs> I'd rather be broken and be put back together by Jesus because um, he binds the brokenhearted and he heals all wounds instead of uh, being crushed. That just that doesn't sound so good. So with that, I'll go ahead and go into prayer. Father, thank you for today. Thank you for having mercy on us. Um, I mean, even in the parable about the vineyard and the tenant, uh, you didn't go and kill the tenants the first time that they, you know, mistreated your servants and and didn't respond. I mean, you sent multiple people to help and to try to give them extra chances to uh, change their ways and and move towards you. And and you you do that with each of us. And so I ask that um, you help us to see when you're moving and to see when our pride is blinding us. Um, I know we won't see it at at front because then we wouldn't be blinded by it. But when we are getting in the way of you moving and our pride is blinding us, Holy Spirit, please remind us of the verses like where there's strife, there's pride and remind us about the Pharisees and all this, all the parables and the examples you gave in the Bible where people were getting in the way of your ministry. And show us that that is what we're, we're doing and help us to accept your forgiveness and accept your grace to not do those things in the future and your uh, peace and, and uh, to be able to humble ourselves and repent and turn from those those ways and and work in a way that is just full of your love and your acceptance and um willing to get behind you and in your ministry and what you're doing in and each person and each situations uh around us. And we ask all this in Jesus' name. Amen. Have a great day.